my name is Shannon McCauley, and I am canon for Cathedral Life at Trinity Cathedral. I'm just going to start throwing in weird things here about who I am because I keep having to re-record this. So I'm a knitter and a hiker, and I live in Portland, Oregon. Several weeks ago, someone asked if I was pregnant at coffee hour. Straight up, like we were chatting about the weather. No, just fat, I told her. Then I went to my office and cried. In due haste, I could feel the lifetime of shame coursing through my body again. The old companion never far from my physical experience of the world. The simple question trapdoor dropping me into the funhouse distortions of my self-image. Oh, that's right. I'm less worthy of love because, ha ha, there's more of me to love. Gross, right? To some, I don't look the way a professional woman should. And somehow that is okay to say to a priest in a way that it isn't to a woman at the bank who is processing your mortgage. It's part of the package for clergy. We talk about this a lot, mostly among women, though my male colleagues get it too. I keep rewriting this section because all of my examples are uncomfortably embarrassing to me. I guess I hope that you will trust that people have said things about what I eat or wear or about my diagnoses or what my diagnoses will be or other stuff that is too awkward for a podcast anyway. Like most people with a body shaped like mine, I have been asked before. Sometimes people are uncomfortable with using the word pregnant, though, you know, not uncomfortable enough to not ask. So they use euphemisms that I have to try to make sense of. At Fred Meyer one time, a former parishioner asked if I had swallowed a watermelon seed. His horrified wife tried to get him to shut up while he pressed on. I just didn't put it together in that moment, so I kept asking questions as he smirked, waiting for me to get the joke. Oh, no, I said when I finally got it. The times I have been pregnant, I have felt so beautiful. Finally, I was disencumbered from the expectation to be thin because when you are pregnant, you are sharing your body with another human being. I looked in every way like I was supposed to. I could wear skin-hugging clothing and bask in the joy of my body, loving it exactly as it was, relishing the fact that people celebrated my big protruding belly not the product of whatever judgy thing people assume, but the joy of new life on the horizon. That day a few months ago, I shared what had happened on Facebook, and so many of my friends and loved ones commented with their own stories. All of the trauma and grief and joy around talking to friends and acquaintances and strangers about our perceived reproductive status. What was most surprising about the comments, though, was that they weren't just from women shaped like me. A very thin friend was recently asked if she was expecting another stupid euphemism. And people who are questioned about why they don't have children or when they will, questions that seem like small talk until one realizes that the answer is complicated, painful, or just plain none of someone else's business. As I cried to a group of clergywomen, Pouring out my shame over this coffee hour question, one of them asked, How have you thanked your body for what it does do for you? For the ways that it supports your life? I caught my breath between sobs. What? What it does for me? 
how it is my literal heartbeat, how it bore six pregnancies and brought three beautiful boys into this world, the body that is strong and warm, that lifted my dad when he'd fall, that distributes communion and offers hugs and does all the things I need to get through a day, a body free from chronic pain with scars and tattoos that is shaped a lot like my mother's, though mine is bigger, that body? Indeed, with a moment of reflection, it is clear that I have a lot to be thankful for. And on my better days, I remember that my body is not merely a collection of cells, but rather a human being animated by the love of God. The same God that called me to be a priest, called all of me. I have to do the best I can with who I am. Don't hide your light under a bushel and all that business. So, I sing the Eucharistic prayer, which in practice sounds fine or sometimes even great. And then when I get up in front of hundreds of people, comes out thin or off because I'm scared. I can literally feel my chest tighten up when they play the tones to get me started. Sometimes I say something offensive, make the wrong call, prioritizing correctly. And often I do fine and sometimes I knock it out of the park. All of these things are me. And I'm going to be myself with purple hair and tattoos and a nose ring, not to irritate or challenge what people think is a priest or what a priest should look like, but in the hope that me being me makes room for others to do the same. Jesus came in an unexpected body too. In his time, people were waiting for a magnificent Messiah arriving on chariots of fire with angels and archangels. And instead, he came as a human newborn, vulnerable and delicate. But he's unfamiliar and unexpected in our time, too. He was not, in fact, blonde-haired and blue-eyed. Mary was an unwed teen mom. Sarah and Elizabeth were too old to be pregnant. Lazarus was covered in sores. The hemorrhagic woman bled for 12 years. Jacob limped, the Samaritan was one of myriad foreigners, and so many of our foremothers and fathers were refugees. The story of Christianity is filled with bodies that wouldn't fit into the silhouette of the man on the bathroom door. If all of them in their diverse and varied shapes, sizes, and hues can be heroes of the church, then my body fits here too, just as it is. And when it changes that will be right too. And I can live in the certainty of that for you, for the people I don't know and those I do, to stand a little straighter when people tell me that they feel welcome in the church because of what I represent. And one of these days, maybe I can stand a little straighter for myself too. Advent for Everybody is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in Portland, Oregon. To learn more, go to www.trinity-episcopal.org.